0: Today on Bachelor Party, we have Jay Billis from ESPN. Turns out, watches The Bachelor every week with his wife and daughter. We talk about the show, reality TV in general, some real-world talk, which I always love, and really much more. So let's do it. Let's batch. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline.
1: This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with $25,000
0: Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliet Litman. Today I'm joined by one of Bachelor Nation's secret citizens, Jay Billis of ESPN. Welcome.
2: Thank you for having me, Juliet. I don't know if it's a secret. I've Is tweeted it? a little bit. I've tweeted a little bit here and there about uh, about the okay. Bachelor, or Bachelorette.
0: Okay. So this isn't like you're coming out of, out of hiding or anything like that.
2: No, no. I've been hiding in plain sight. I mean, I don't. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm carrying a flag around saying, "Hey, look what? Guess what I watched last night?" But uh, but I don't hide it
0: in between your tweets about fair pay for college athletes, you're sque- <laughs> squeezing some some bachelor ones as well.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, last night when I was getting text messages from friends about the national championship game, uh, I was jerking them around pretty good saying, I can't believe Sarah got a rose. <laughs> and, you know, stuff like that. Just like they're saying, oh, I'm, I can't believe they punted or, you know, I, like, I can't believe Sarah got a rose. And they're like, what?
0: <laughs> what did you watch last night? Did you go with the uh, national championship or did you go with the bachelor or both, you know, two TVs or
2: something? I did both. So I had, uh, I had the national championship game on in one room and then I sat with my wife and daughter in another room. So I just walked back and forth. Uh, <laughs> and they, they tape it, uh, and start it a little bit late. They tape the, uh, the Smart. bachelor and start it late so that they can uh, get through all the commercials quicker. Sure.
0: Smart. Okay. That makes sense. Which did you find more entertaining? It was basically a, the game was a blowout. So
2: yeah, it was a closer call. The bachelor was a closer call. Uh, there was a lot more, although, although there were more injuries in the bachelor than there were in the game. Uh, you yeah, know, seriously. more, more, yeah, more medical professionals had to come out on the field during the bachelor than during the game.
0: Contestants also not paid in case you're wondering they have to like, you know, their money, the money comes after for that much like college athletes. Like they go on the show, they have to, Provide all of their own wardrobe. They have to do all of the prep themselves. But then they have plenty of opportunity, more opportunities than college athletes afterwards to make money.
2: That'll be my next, my next crusade is to make sure that they're <laughs> they're fairly compensated for their work.
0: Yeah. Um, when did you start watching the show?
2: As soon as my wife and daughter started watching it. Uh, so it what was, was your first much, season. I don't remember. Um, wow. But it's so it's been, been a lot It's been a long. It's been a long. Point it. Yeah, it's been a long time, and uh, and my it was sort of like. Like, uh, for me watching an automobile accident or something, like I, (laughs) I didn't want to watch it at first. I thought it was kind of ridiculous. And then I thought, well, it's also pretty demeaning, um, you know, that everybody would kind of wait in line. And, and I was like, I can't believe you guys. And then I realized, no, it's, it's, it's kind of like when our son, we've got a a son who's 24 now, but, but when he used to watch professional wrestling Mm -hmm. and was so into it. And I was like, you know, this is fake, right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh, and then, you know, you kind of realized, well, th- there's an element of fake to this too. And I'm not saying all of it's fake, um, sure. but but like, you know, in, in The Bachelor, when, when uh, just for an example, like in, in the second episode, when so many women were saying, well, oh, oh my God, I'm not going to get time with Matt and I could be gone without getting time with him. And you're like, well, what have you lost then? I mean, you got a free yeah. trip to a resort. <laughs> And like, so, so you're, you're in love already and haven't (laughs) met the guy. Um, like I, you know, this, this can't be that big of a deal.
0: I do think that for some of them, they like, they build it up in their mind. So when they get there, they're just like, I have to get my shot. I have to get my time. And then of course there's the wrong reasons, people who are there for just for the, you know, the screen time and what what's to come next of which there are definitely many. There's just so many women right now. It's very hard to keep track of them.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely hard to keep track. I don't know many of their names until they get a rose or something sure. like that, you know, like Bree or Sarah or all that stuff. But, um, but, you know, to me, how I got hooked on it was I was fascinated by when somebody got dinged, um, they wanted an explanation. Mm-hmm. And they wanted – and then you're like, don't – get in the car. Like, just get in the car. <laughs> just go. Just go. Your dignity is in the car. Get in the car. Like, you don't have to sit around. You don't have I, I understand they're contractually obligated to go to the last event and sit there, uh, you know, sort of in the crowd of, of the dismissed. But I, I, after a while, like, I'm not interested in why. You told me you, you're not interested. I'm moving forward. Like, I'm done. Uh, just I don't go. need to know why. Yeah. I don't need to know why I don't think I'm going to be in this situation again. So I don't need to like watch film and analyze what I did <laughs> to get deemed. <dinged>. Uh, <laughs> you don't I'm need to crush tape.
0: Yeah. yeah I'm tra- I don't I'm need to, to hold your
2: hand. I don't need a hug. I'm out. And I do. Uh, and... Uh,
0: I do always hate when the bachelor, or the bachelorette's like, can I walk you out? It's just like, why yeah. just let him go.
2: No. <laughs> you just dismissed me. You can't walk me out. I'm not interested. <laughs>
0: I know. I, but, I would say, no, there was one finale, Sean Lowe. I don't know if you watched that season where the woman he did not pick, her name was Lindsay. She's been lost to time. Who knows what she's doing? I think she's like, she's kids, married, who cares? She took her shoes off right after she got dumped. Like immediately she took her shoes off and she walked off holding them because she was like so uncomfortable. And it's one of my favorite moments in Bachelor history because it's like, it's super honest. She's like, well, fuck this. Like I'm not, he's not picking me. I'm not going to be uncomfortable in these horrible shoes. And it was like one of the most relatable things. I don't know why everyone doesn't just like just pull you know pull the mask off basically at the end you're just like ready to go
2: or when you know that that this isn't what i'm interested in you pull the plug like nobody says you have to stand there and yeah. and sort of be in line when you know what i'm i'm not i'm not into this person so i'm out
0: yeah um, i know y-
2: you know half of it is whether i'm interested in you it's not just you picking me of course it's wh- like i'm picking you too it's like in a job interview yeah um, yeah, I'm interested in this job, but you know, like I'm looking at you too. So I have a few questions.
0: Yeah. That's like with, um, Cassie on Colton season. She was just like, well, I'm, I'm not that into this. So I think I'm going to go, but then he, yeah. he would, he wouldn't let her a lot of problems with Colton. Um, <laughs> what do you think about Matt so far? You're, he's a North Carolina guy. Very uh, proudly went to wake. He, he's also from Charlotte. Like how do you think he's measuring up to the other, other bachelors you've
2: seen? Um, well, I mean, I don't know anything about him other than his abs. Like, <laughs> to me, the answer lies in his abs. Like, every time you you look at him, uh, every time he's on camera, it's basically abs. Yeah. So I'm very impressed. And <laughs> if I ever needed, you know, sort of washboard for my laundry, he's the guy I'd call. Um, but it seems like a nice guy. But yeah. I have no, yeah, I have no, um, like, the the only... I shouldn't say the only among the things that I find maddening about the bachelor or bachelorette is there's very little substantive discussion between the parties or among the parties. It's kind of, you know, thank you for being vulnerable and showing me your heart and fall. Follow, I'm following yeah. my heart. Um, you know, some of the stuff, you can't give an explanation. Like, I don't know why I like you better than the others. I just, I, I, I like the other, I like someone else better. I, I can't really explain it. But, uh, you know, there's not a whole lot of tell me, you know, tell me about yourself, tell me about this or or any discussion of anything substantive that might be interesting. Um, It's just, well, thank you for like, I've heard the word vulnerable more watching that, like vulnerable should be banned. There should never be they shouldn't be allowed to say vulnerable or authentic or all that other stuff. Matt says um,
0: vulnerable a lot and he swallows the L. So it's very noticeable. He's just like <laughs> vul- vulnerable. Like I, he's, I, he, I can't even uh say it the way that he does, but he, he says it constantly. He said it like 11 times the first episode and in such a weird way, I was just like, okay, let's move on. And then Tayshia said it a lot too. So it's like, it's like the watch word right now of, yeah. of the moment of the moment. Um, he is just like obsessed with physical activity. I can't get over it. I have like, I think he would be like appalled to know how most people live. I'm like wondering if he knows that the way that he lives his life is not normal because I can't believe how much he just like wants to do stuff. Like he clearly loves like the activities.
2: I'm cool with that. Like if you're. But like I just find it shocking. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, I I guess. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, for me, though, if you're going to go, if you're going to go on a date, like I don't know whether young people date anymore Like, like it, it was when I was younger. Um, but you know, like when I, when I was dating my wife, you know, you called up and said, let's go do something. (laughs) It wasn't just, you know, let's, let's sit around and, and have a drink. Like you just didn't do that back in the day. You went somewhere, did something and, uh, and spent time together doing something. Um, it wasn't necessarily like, I wouldn't have, my wife would never have, when we were dating would never have gotten on an ATV. Like that would not have happened. Um, but, but like, I, I, you know, it has to be something uh, interesting. Uh, and they've got like that, that resort, Nema colon mm-hmm. is not far from where my wife grew up.
0: Actually. Oh, really?
2: Yeah. She grew up right in that area. That's not far from a place called Cumberland, Maryland. Oh. And, um, uh, so, you know, when I would go visit her and her family, when we were dating, uh, there wasn't a whole lot to do there. So I, it, when we were dating, I would have loved to have gotten on a, an ATV and I would have, <laughs> I would have driven it to the airport.
0: <laughs> um what does she think of of uh this area being on television it looks beautiful great time of year in, in pittsburgh or in the pittsburgh area
2: yeah it, it is a beautiful area and um, um but she uh i think you know she, she's not as impressed with the resort as as it's being made to look on television <laughs> uh she said it's not it's not all that um, but you know, we're, we're kind of snobs on places to stay now. So sure. <laughs> maybe, maybe when we were in college, she would have thought it was great, but uh, the magic but of she's TV not as impressed. Yeah. She's not as impressed now, but it's it just, is like, it is beautiful. Like the, um, all the trees and the mountains and mm-hmm. all that stuff, the setting behind it is beautiful.
0: Yeah. It's also so much better than La Quinta, obviously very, yeah. very, very sick of that. Um, so Matt went to wake forest. Do you carry any, like, like how much, uh, residual, you know? like bias do you have against him as like a Duke person living in North Carolina? Like, you know, what do you bring to the table when you watch, when you're watching him?
2: I have zero residual bias or, or <laughs> any sort of wake for, I I couldn't survive in my family. If I had any problem with wake forest, my wife went to business school there. My son uh, just graduated there two years ago. He, he was on the basket. He played basketball there. And he, um, my boy uh, played pickup basketball in New York with, hmm. uh, with the bachelor
0: nice so he's With Matt met and Tyler him, then
2: huh yeah yeah so he he's met him he didn't know him in school I guess he he was he, he either graduated before my son started or he was a senior when he was a freshman something like that and um, so he doesn't know him but he played pickup basketball against him and uh and i I can guarantee you that in a shirts and skins games uh game matt was was skins. <laughs>
0: what else there's no no way
2: if he's not wearing a shirt on on camera there's no way he wore a shirt playing playing basketball
0: yeah of course not yeah i think i think him and tyler they have a they they put a lot of their pickup basketball on uh on instagram i'm very familiar actually i was gonna ask you like i'm extremely familiar with matt because i cover the show and just i'm crazy but like what's it you know obviously the the bachelor and bachelorettes like they come like from like the farm system for you watching this, just like watching the show, not knowing who this guy is, is it more interesting or less interesting to see like essentially a stranger? I mean, you know, nothing you know any of them, but like completely that context. Like, what's it, what's it like watching it?
2: I mean, it's it's all interesting. Um, I, I'm I'm less interested when they've been through it before because um, not because I know them, but because you're going, you did this again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, why would you do this again? <laughs> and and you know, when everybody's feigning, like, oh, this is so difficult and all that, like you didn't you, you didn't anticipate that you're gonna have to say no to everybody but one. Mm-hmm. Um it, it doesn't, you know, the whole it, there's part of it that doesn't make sense to me. Um of course. and and there's a big part of it that once you've been through it, you're like, okay, you think that this is the best way for you to find a partner, a life partner. And so you're gonna do this again. Um, I I can't imagine doing it once. My wife and I laugh about this all the time. We're going, if, if you and I were in this, do you think we'd wind up together? Mm, and she says, I say yes. She says no. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I don't think I would uh, approach it the same way I see on television. But, but she says no. She says that, that she would not be, I don't know. I can't remember the word she used, but, but it was the idea of assertive or aggressive enough to mm. stand out. And I was like, well, that's what would be more attractive. <laughs> I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think I'd want somebody who was would sort of, you know, bowl through that whole thing. But um, but I, I have no idea. But it's kind of fun to to laugh about and think about.
0: Do you guys watch Paradise as well?
2: Yeah, I'm not as interested in that. That that's more that's more like sort of the frat party version <laughs> of everything. <laughs> that's and, a good uh, way of putting it. Yeah, it kind of, you know, it it just, it's like everybody says, all right, well, I've, I've been kicked out of this thing. So let's go and let's go and have a few drinks and see what it looks like. You know, see what it looks like when I'm drunk or high.
0: I just curious, like who, who in the Billis household, you guys are all, you know, who you would draft to be on your paradise team. We like to do, um, Bill and my colleague Mallory and I last year did a paradise draft from the bachelor of all the women we wanted to have on and who, who we were picking for our teams. And, uh, you know, like just who would cause the most drama, who would cry, who would just like get into crazy fights, all this stuff. And I was just curious if you guys have your eye on anyone from first two the first two episodes of who you'd want on your paradise team.
2: Well, I mean, you know, Victoria is the one that would be the the train wreck if she could cause the train wreck. Of I mean, course. clearly So I don't, you know, like to me, it didn't take too long to figure out, okay, she's sticking around for a while because that's where the drama is going to be. Yeah. And I can't think of any reason, honestly, why she would be around, but for sort of the television reason. Yeah. She's awful.
0: I mean, like who would want to spend time with her?
2: What about that is attractive to to any rational person? Um, I know. And I don't, you know, like what? I can't imagine it, but, but if you're looking at it from the, if you're the producer, you're going, okay, we need, we need a, somebody that's got a Molotov cocktail, that's going to throw it in the middle of the room at some point. So she has to stay around. And I, I, I'm fascinated by how that's communicated. Like, how how do you, how, how do, how do they get to Matt to say, all right, you need to keep some trouble around. We can't have all, you know, like nice people we've got to have somebody that's going to, that's going to, you know, sort of, um, do something, you know, put something in the punch bowl that nobody wants.
0: Yeah. So I think I have a little insight into this, but it's a, it's a good point. So I think what happens is the lead, like does like regular rankings of like, who are your favorites, like who are like the top five they're interested in. And, and he, he has to like rank them. Colton talked about this and then got in a lot of trouble for revealing it. But basically you have the, the leads do like a a regular check-in with their producers to be like, this is who I'm really into. Like number one is Brie. Number two is Abigail. Like, you know, they, they they give the list. And so I think then there's sort of like the inner circle of like, you're actually interested in these, these women and the other ones, like the producers probably like convey like, well, let's keep this person because they're dramatic or whatever or whatever. But I'm glad you raised this because Matt posted a video on his Instagram during the episode last night where he is like hanging out in like a stew room, basically like before the the group date with two with the two producers assigned to him. And they're just like sitting there listening to music. He's dancing. He just seems like incredibly like active at all times. I kind of, I can't get over it. And, and I was just thinking like, he's never alone. And I think that, I think that for the like entire experience, he's like the, he's assigned to be with like two or three producers who are just like asking him how he's feeling and probably like asking a lot of leading questions. And like, basically you get like new best friends that like you didn't choose and they coerce you or coach you into like making certain decisions at a certain point. I think, I mean, not to say that every lead is, Easily coerced, but I do think that's like a lot of it. Like he's not alone. So they're so like ever. And I was thinking about like how crazy that must be. You go two months being around people you never knew before and now you're with them all the time. So I think that's kind of how like they, they just don't let you be alone essentially. I think.
2: Yeah. And, and look, everybody involved in this is young, but, but to me, if you're, if you're thinking about it, you know, you're you're certainly going to want to do what you're producers feel is the best thing and you're going to want to take that into consideration but once you're selected and once you're on the show once you're the bachelor or the bachelorette you're in charge yeah they they can't they can't just dismiss you without it costing them a ton of money and a ton of explanation it, you know once you're in you're in charge doesn't right. mean you can do anything you want but you're in charge and uh and I you know I'm not sensing watching it that, that that's what's happening Hmm. Because now look, maybe he feels really strongly toward Victoria, but if he does, (laughs) that's a, I mean, that's a, that's a huge huge flaw that he has that he (laughs) probably needs to get some help, you know, addressing. But, um, but I mean, it's clear, you know, that's the professional wrestling side of this. And after 20 some seasons of this, it's not hard to figure out but it doesn't mean I I won't watch it, but, but I don't, I don't like at the end of it, I'm not sitting there kind of my, my wife and daughter will go back and forth about, you know, this and that and the other, and you're going, you guys are debating, you know, you're debating something that is fake, right? You're debating the fake part of this. And to the extent that anything's real, that's not it. And, uh, and so I'm, I'm kind of the curmudgeon watching it that, you know i enjoy it but like i i uh, i'm the one that says no you're in the wrong lane get over in the other lane and uh, and then they look at me and go will you shut up like you need to shut up
0: <laughs> you're too, you're too much of a realist when you watch it basically
2: sometimes sometimes <laughs> but like, you know yeah. n- but then but then if I happen to go in the other room, I'll get a text from my wife saying, are you not going to come back and watch this with us? <laughs> you know, it's like a, it, it's like a family thing. You know, like I, like I left a holiday dinner or something to go watch a football game. You know, like, look, it's the bachelor. <laughs> I can take yeah. a couple minutes off to find out whether Devonte Smith's finger is going to be okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was, it is funny actually that they, that the, the bachelor's on the same night. I mean, this happens a lot actually. Every year it does, but there's such a huge college football bachelor crossover. There's been a lot of football players on, obviously, including Matt Jordan Rogers, of course. Um, But there's just like a it's just like a weird affinity between college football and the bachelor. I don't completely know how to explain it, but like, you know, they've they also had like Clay and Colton and Tyler just like recently off the top of my head. But like there's so many other ones. And it's just it's funny that they they seem to like go together. I don't really know how to explain it, except that like it's a similar like crossover audience. I don't know. It's sort of like tailgating and the bachelor go together even more than than the actual sport and the bachelor itself. But um the other thing is I feel like there's just a real lane now for ESPN to put more people on the show because uh, without Fred Willard rest in peace of course there's like an opening for the commentators for these fake sports events to be people from ESPN and I don't know why they don't get like just for starters Jordan Rogers in there like I I don't understand I guess like he wants to be more serious and just do the SEC network thing but like I'm shocked that he hasn't been brought in to you know to be on part of this capture the flag date or whatever
2: I would jump in there in a heartbeat. Yeah, I was gonna uh, ask if
0: you would do it if they asked you. Oh,
2: absolutely, absolutely. Because it would, you know, I'd probably enjoy it more if I if I dove into it more. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more for me something like one, it's competitive. Like there is a competitive aspect to it. Oh, they're sure. making selections. It's the same thing. Like why I watch, you know, Chopped on the Food Network or something. <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't know why I watch that, but because they're cooking with ingredients I would never use. Um, and I would, you know, I would never do, you know, something like this. But, but I would dive into that in a heartbeat. And, and you know, my wife and I have actually had, and my my family totally, we've actually had, you know, sort of brushes with the bachelor, bachelorette. Um, when I think it was the first ESPYS broadcast that my wife and I ever went to in in LA, we sat right next to Chris Harrison.
0: Oh my God! He's and nice. I had
2: no, I had no idea who he was. <laughs> and my wife Wendy did. And so he, he was very nice, very charming. And, you know, we talked, but it was one of those things where he had no clue who I was and I had no clue who he was.
0: Hilarious. And
2: and, which happens to me a lot where people don't know. Like I, I was, uh, it's true. My wife and I laugh about this all the time. So I was on a, uh, uh, late night with Seth Meyers once, you know, Mm -hmm. right before the NCAA tournament and, you know, once in a lifetime thing for me. And so my wife's with me and we're in the green room. And then he's um, a huge
0: sports fan, Seth Meyers.
2: Yeah. And really good dude. I mean, it was really fun and, and exciting. I mean, I was like, I was total fanboy about every aspect of it. And Jake Gyllenhaal was on the show. (laughs) So I'm like, when am I going to ever meet Jake Gyllenhaal other than this? So I went up and I'm, you know, I'm older now, so this doesn't bother me. So I went up and I introduced myself and, and he said, and he looks at me while shaking my hand. He goes, Oh yeah, big fan. Oh my God. And I turned around, I, I went back, told my wife, like, he, he said big he has no idea who I am zero and so now every time every time that happens you know where where somebody doesn't know who you are we always look at each other and go big fan, you know, <laughs> big fan. <laughs> it's hard so for me we, to we imagine
0: Jake Gyllenhaal watching sports like I don't know I don't know if he sits down for a game or a match of any kind I just don't I just don't know if I see that
2: if I were him I wouldn't I'd. I'd be more consumed with other things but um and then we we also had another thing with Jordan Rogers. We uh, mm. my my son and I were on a uh, an ESPN, so it was like a celebrity fantasy football thing. Nice. And so my son and I were a team, and then Jordan and his uh his girlfriend were are they married now? I did not even know if they're, they're married. I don't follow no. them afterwards.
0: Joe, um that sounds so like stalking. You, <laughs> you follow
2: them afterwards, it's stalking.
0: Well, there's a lot of us, a lot of us stalkers out there then. Um jordan and jojo are got re-engaged like they they got engaged on the show then they dated for like three plus years and then he proposed again and now they're like so they're engaged and i think they're like waiting till after covid to get married but like they should just get married this is i, I just think like have the party later get married now whatever especially if there's like tax benefits in it for you just go for it but yeah. <laughs> i don't know but anyway they're not to get they're not yet married
2: that meeting was, uh, so my, I, I, I kind of told my son, like, look, we have to do this for, for your mom and your sister. You got to get a picture with, uh, with, with Jordan and Jojo. And we did send it to, to send it to my wife and, and my daughter just to piss them off and have them going, Oh my God, you know, we should have, <laughs> we should have come to this thing. We didn't know. And then the other one was, uh, uh, the chip and Joanna Gaines. Oh, um, I, nice one. We did it. We did game day at Baylor last year, and they were guests on our show. And we went to their restaurant the night before, and and all that stuff. Magnolia uh, in Waco, and so sending that, you know, sending them the picture of that was kind of high jealousy factor. There's a lot of FOMO going on there. Did Jordan Rogers know who you were? I don't know. Probably not. That's um, shock.
0: That's shocking to me. He works in sports broadcasting, allegedly. You no, know, he does. He's on the SEC network.
2: Yeah, I mean. He might, he might know by sight or anything, mm-hmm. but, but a lot of the football guys don't, don't see beyond football. Um, and I don't blame them. I mean, they're, that's the, you know, football in America is the number one sport. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I'm not shocked by that. I mean, there, look, there are a number of guys that number of our football guys that have no idea who any of the basketball players are. Right. Um, you know, and that's fine. I don't, I don't, I know it's a, you know, basketball is the second most popular sport in the world. That doesn't mean that it's going to capture the attention of, of, you know, helmet wearers in, in this country that that's, those are two different things.
0: But don't you think like for Jordan Rogers, this is like his field, like, shouldn't he just know like other people who are on television who talk about sports? I just think that's super, super strange.
2: No, he might've known. I just don't know. I mean, we, we met, he played uh, it cool either way. Yeah. Maybe he played it cool or maybe he's just a big fan. What about hey, Chip and panel. Joanna? Did they? Uh, no idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were very nice, and uh, uh, but no idea. And, okay. and you know, like I, I watch Fixer Upper all the time. That's mm-hmm. another thing that I I think is awesome. Although you know, you get to know the rhythm of all these shows. So, yeah. you, like, I wasn't surprised when uh, you know there was a fainting, and <laughs> the medics come out and they say "to be continued." Like, I know. No, that's that's what they do. I mean, that's I think it's something it sucks. bad could
0: happen to her. There's no way.
2: No, and, and and like we wouldn't know if there was, uh, you know, a tragic event. But yeah, you know, it's kind of, it, it, like when when they do a "to be continued" on that, you know, nothing happened. Yeah, um, totally. But you're also like really like now we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna really um, we're coming back anyway. It's not like people are gonna go, oh, okay, I know who got the rose this week. Well, I don't have to watch next week. We're all in anyway. So so you know, give us a little bit of more enjoyment without. <laughs>
0: This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.
1: This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles And your car, Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com.
0: When you mentioned Chopped, I wanted to ask, do you watch Top Chef?
1: Yes, I watch all that stuff.
0: Top chef is, is like, I think closest to like high quality sports and the reality it's top chef and survivor. They have like the real sense of competition that you're, and also you're like, you are an expert, you're like in your field or you're at the top of your game. I mean, survivors a little different, but with top chef, it's like so thrilling. Cause you're like, these are actually really good chefs. And this is actually like really good for their career. And there's such a corollary there between sports and the reality aspect
2: of it. That and iron chef, All mm. the, the thing I like about those that, that, uh, is better than chopped is I don't really, I watch the, I don't know why I watch chopped. I, I like it though. <laughs> but, but what, what I like about the other shows a little bit better is, is there are, they work with things that you might work with and you could actually learn something about technique that you can put into your own cooking. And, uh, and like, I don't, you know, I'm not going to use some of the crap they use on chopped and the skill set of in 20 minutes, take, you know, take this dumpster and turn it into something edible. uh, That's not a skill set I'm interested in. Like I I want, I want something else. And uh, so I, I, I like those others better.
0: I like the, like, just the sense of intense competition too. Like the, Mm -hmm. the chefs on top chef, like they want it badly. And they also like want to be, better than the other people like they're just so competitive with each other i, I like really enjoy that and just it's a really well-made television i mean survivor and top chef i think like just they've been around for such a long time yeah. they, like really mastered how to do like real like, competition reality tv in a way that like is just kind of set set apart from everything else i mean it's a really different kind of show than the bachelor obviously it's like not there's no like suspension of disbelief really it's sort of like you're just like in that world and you just go with it
2: well, and, and and there's a there's a, a lot of parallels between these shows and the Bachelor, Bachelorette shows, like in, in Chopped when when the contestants say, "Well, I know I put out uh, a better food than my competitor." Well, how do you know? You didn't eat your competitor's food. Yeah, I mean, you might have thought it looked better, um yeah. and that yours was really good, but you're not eating their food. You have no idea. And and when you're being judged by the Bachelor, or Bachelorette. Um, how do you know what their relationship is with the other? You know, you think you've got this good one, but you don't you know if you're standing in a line or standing on a podium and somebody's choosing among thirty people, like how do you think yours is so special? Right. I know. Um, what makes you so great? yeah. And, and what 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 makes you think that that the time that that the the person spending with you is going to be different than everything else? and And I don't you know, like that sort of mindset escapes me. Um I know. I, I, which is why I would never be successful on that unless I was the one picking. Because if I were if I were the other one, I, I'd be going, Well, look, after you've called out everybody else, you let me know if you're interested. Because I'm I'm I'd love to to get to know you, but I'm not standing in this line. I'm just not doing it.
0: I think and you're I, way I too much of a realist that. for this. That's the impression I'm getting.
2: Not realist. It's just sort of like
0: too much pride or dignity, I should say. It's no, not even pride.
2: No, I, I just, I, I, I can't imagine somebody thinking that, that that's attractive, you know, like somebody sure. that would like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. And, and I don't think I would have stood in any line. Like if there was a line knocking at, at someone's door um, and, and they were sort of like, take a number and I'll get to you later. I'm like, no, that, that's fine. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> you know, like, I'm with
0: I'm, you. I have a strong no line policy for a restaurant, for a, a a bar, for The Bachelor. I just like, I don't no lines for me, but I, I completely agree. But it's just, it's just like a, it's like a, a really weird phenomenon. Like if you had to explain to someone who had like left earth and just re- returned after like 20 years and, and they were like the most popular television show on Monday nights or one of them is The Bachelor and then you had to like explain it, they would be so floored and confused.
2: Oh, I no, I get why people watch it because I watch it. I mean, yeah. I get why I watch it. So I don't see why other people wouldn't find it really compelling and fun. And in a lark, I mean, there are look, are, are there 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 are a lot of messages sent in this that are unpalatable, but I think we can, you know, as a society, get over that. We got sure. bigger issues. Um, but but whether you would do it yourself is a different, different deal. And and something as important as um making a a, a commitment to another person that that's certainly not the vehicle that I would recommend to not. anyone. No. But, but, but like, I don't know, honestly, Juliet, I it, I don't know what I would do now. You know, if I were younger now, how I would go through like social media and, and would I be on these dating sites and stuff like that? Like how would I handle that kind of right. thing? I, I don't, I don't know the answer to that. Um, I you'd probably use whatever, whatever means necessary, you know, to, <laughs> <laughs> so you're so you're not at home uh, on Monday nights by yourself watching The Bachelor.
0: Well, the funny thing is they were like all talking about how they're like, this is not a sorority this week that like, they're just like going on and on about that, and it's funny because it actually kind of is like even if they do not end up with Matt, they're now part of this world, and it's like joining a club. It's like you have it's like a network of people who shared the similar impulse to like find love on television, and like as foreign as that might be to you or me it's like they're now they've now found their way into like the group of people who thought that was a good idea and like I-, I think that like to go on a show like this you have to have like a exhibitionist streak in you or like just like love the attention obviously and I think finding that in someone else is like it's like probably like a fast way to be like this is a similar minded pool of people and so like even if you don't win you're like you've like advanced your your like goal of finding someone by being in the same pool and I interviewed Ivan from Tasha season a couple of weeks ago and he was like, well, I'm going to watch the bachelor because I need to see like the women who are going to like be, you know, in the mix for all the guys for my season. And I was like, is that how it goes? Like you just had to date someone from Matt's season. And like, it hadn't really occurred to me until he said it. And I was like, okay, I guess that makes sense. Ivan really smart guy. So <laughs> I don't know. Yeah.
2: And what's stopping everybody from calling somebody they see that got dinged, they're available. Um, but, but like your point about, like you definitely have to be an exhibitionist for this, yeah, uh, but you know, like this is any anything you do or say, you, you' got a pretty good indication it's gonna be on camera and it's gonna yeah. be broadcast to the world. so you know the the image that you put across uh, is gonna is gonna last longer than just you know sort of how you approach or how you process who's in the room and whether you think it's a sorority or not. Um, you know there there are larger issues, but the other part of it is like last night. I don't remember exactly, uh, the name of the, of the woman, but you know, she's telling a story, she's telling her family's story and saying, well, I'm a very private person. Like, mm-hmm. no, yeah, no, I you're know. not I know. <laughs> anybody who's on the bachelor or bachelorette does not get to say, I'm a very private person. I like, know. It's
0: like, you private know you people up are for. not on
2: that show. <laughs> yeah. That, that, you know, and I have a lot of walls up. No, you don't. Yeah like <laughs>
0: no you don't <laughs> i know i the other thing i always think about is like not only have is it like weird to choose to find love this way but then it's like how do you go back to regular life like that always like really interests me with these contestants is like how long are you known are you like moving through the world as someone who was on television you know a lot of them are like i don't really make a big impact but i do think that's weird too it's like how do you go back to life after that like i do think it's like has to be life changing in some way because you not only have you had this like unique experience, but it's just like a it's, it's almost like a like a some kind of reputation that then follows you of having gone on the bachelor
2: well don't don't you think that that's the goal that's one of the goals yes. is, is to have to have your life change in that way and so the 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 ones maybe who didn't think through the idea of like say say victoria to to in the light most favorable to victoria <laughs> that she is doing this uh, to be the villain and to, you know, to assume that role for whatever reason. Um, if you didn't think how that was going to follow you afterwards, that's a pretty big mistake. And, and and so, but there might be others who, you know, maybe lose their minds for a moment and, uh, and make a bad decision or say something they'll regret that's going to follow them around, but that's kind of part of the deal, uh, with this thing. And, you know, it, it, I don't know. Like, I, I I enjoy the hell out of watching it. But I'm not fooled into thinking that those that go on it, it, it it's almost like being, uh, like now, if you're in Congress and you get you get beat in your race and you have to go back to, to regular life. Yeah. If, you know, like, of course, it's going to be a change. But you kind of knew that. You should have known that going in.
0: That is the and- nicest thing anyone has compared a bachelor contestant to in a long time, saying that they could be like a member in Cong- of Congress. <laughs>
2: I mean, that might be that might be a, a slap in the face of the bachelor and bachelorette candidates, the way it's people of Congress it's true. <laughs> and, the pre- and the president,
0: who is also on reality TV. So and
2: I guess what I, they're willing to say, yeah. the things that they're willing to say you know, in that, in that drama. Yeah. Um, I might yeah, be expecting
0: I, too much from Congress people. Actually, I, I, re- <laughs> I, re- I, re- I revised my statement. I think, I think there's many people who've been on the show recently who I might trust more than some of the people actually in Congress right now. So I, I retract, I, I was thinking of a, t- a different time in this country, but, um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's a good point. It's like, you step into like this limelight and especially people in the house. I mean, like it could just be two years and you're and you're done. Right. So
2: yeah. And then, you you know, like, how do you go back to real life? Or or did you or did you go in that thinking, win or lose, it's going to change my life and put it on a different trajectory. And that's going to be a good thing. Like, nobody, nobody right now, I, I believe in, in whether it's The Bachelor, all these different things, have any excuse as to why well, I didn't know. Like you're, you're a lot younger than me, but the MTV used to have a show called the real world.
0: Oh my God, please don't insult me. I've seen every season. I could just, okay, I, can, see, I can name every cast member from every season.
2: So season one, yes. the very first one. Mm-hmm. Now they had an excuse. Mm-hmm. You know, They could say, well, I didn't know how this was going to affect my life. And, and there was a, um, I'm forgetting all the names, but there was a, a young woman, dark Jul- hair, Julie. Yes. We, uh, my wife and I and friends of ours wound up, we, we had dinner years later, uh, a, a couple, a few years later from the end of real world first season. Hmm. And she was this. she was our server.
0: Oh my God. Interesting. And,
2: and I recognized her. And Where after was this? A, it was in Florida. It was in sort of the, uh, the panhandle of, of area of Florida near, not far from Pensacola that the, the, mm-hmm. I don't remember all the, the names of those beaches there. But uh, went with some friends of ours that, that had a, had a uh, winter home there, and we're having dinner at this nice restaurant, and she's our server. So I recognized her, and, but didn't want to say anything, and then after a while, you know, her banner back and forth with us, I, I mentioned it, and she wasn't happy about having been recognized. And when you know, I didn't want to insult anybody or make them feel uncomfortable, but when, you know, kind of when. I got that reaction. Mine, you know, I, the, one of the first things I said is like, "Well, like, how do you go on television like that?" Yeah. And then not expect to be recognized or think that that's uh, a problem. Um, you know, I don't. I, you know, you, you kind of signed up for that. Yeah. And and but but it was the first time. Now the ones right. who came later and that dude Puck and all that other stuff that happened there, you know, the, like Puck was like the first one I can remember where you're going, okay this has crossed into a different realm now where, where we're being played now. This is no longer reality TV and it's scripted TV that they're, they're, they're jerking us around. And I was okay with it. I watched it still. Um, but the, don't wasn't that? Wouldn't you say that was kind of the first of this type of thing? That that the real world the real kind world? of started oh, yeah. all this. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay. Yeah, for sure. It was. I mean, it, it absolutely was. I mean, it was brand new. And I mean, Julie famously had that fight with Kevin Powell. It's actually funny because Kevin Powell obviously went to be on in Congress, and then right. Rachel, who was on Puck Season, San Francisco, married Sean from Real World Boston, which was season. Six, and he just recently um left Congress to, to for a family reason. So you know, I, I I was very much off base with my con- my comment before, but just it's funny. um yeah, I mean, the real world started this one hundred percent. and Puck actually Puck and Rachel's relationship I don't know if you remember, but she was she was like kind of exposed to like the world through Puck or at least that's how it was presented to us um It's really funny to go back and, and watch that some of this stuff because it feels like so mild compared to like the the sensationalism of reality TV now. But it was it was such a you know that season in particular, Real World San Francisco had Puck who was like this provocateur, which is now like he, he kind of was the prototype for that type of character. There was Rachel who was kind of you know she was very vocal about being Catholic, and it was this was a whole like kind of opening up of the world for her. And then there was Pedro who in the right. middle of the season. Um, you know, he left and he passed away from AIDS. Like that was just an absolutely, um, defining moment in pop culture and television. And it does feel like such a, um, a weird antecedent to where, to where we are now, but they're obviously directly connected. And I, I think like, it's funny to think about like, how will we look back on like Matt, the first black bachelor and, you know, the real world San Francisco, I think was 1995. So, you know, almost. Is that almost 30 years ago? Jesus. Yeah. So, yeah. so <laughs> um yeah, it's it's is like really fascinating. It, it's like kind of it's like funny, like conversations I think about The Bachelor and reality TV usually start off like really frivolous, but it is such a huge part of pop culture and it's been such a huge part of television since '92 when the real world started. And it is like it's it's a, you know, it's the do- dominant television, especially right now because they figured out how to keep filming in COVID and there's not a lot of other scripted stuff happening at the same pace.
2: Yeah, and and look, not to get too heavy about this cuz it, it is a light like the reason I like it is because it's frivolous. Yeah. But these are real people involved in this. And and it is sending a not so subtle message to both men and women. Oh, um, yeah. about and and especially to women about, you know, sort of what I mean, there there's an aspect of this where you're going, this is a demeaning process. Yeah. And, and we're putting people in positions for money to demean themselves. And, and is that a, is that sort of a, a where we want to be? And, uh, and, you know, look, I get it. They're adults. Everybody's making their own decisions and all that stuff, but it's a, it's an odd feeling, you know, when you're sitting there, you know, I, I can't tell you that when I was, when I was sitting there and my daughter was in high school, um, that I didn't think I'm not comfortable with all of this. Yeah, but you know, you're kind of going. All right, it's one little little slice of her time versus all the other things that we hope are more positive. And um, but you know, like to 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 believe that doesn't have an effect on the way people, the way women or men view themselves, or the way men view women, or vice versa, it doesn't have any effect at all. I think would be painfully naive.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's, it's also one of the reasons why Taisha and then followed by Matt, like having two um, leads of color in a row, it's like also got like a, a very big deal. Even, even if it's like, it's the bachelor and the bachelorette, but people watch this show and it, it does, it does make a big difference. I I have to say like the casting of the last two seasons has been so much better. It's like actually interesting people they, that I, that makes me ask even more, like, why did you go on the show? Like, it doesn't seem like you need it. And, um, but it, it's, it's, it's cool. I mean, it, it's like exciting. I do, I do think that like, this is a, a turning point in the franchise and, and in an interesting way with having, Um, this previous bachelorette season having two interracial couples and and you know having that as the first black bachelor. Like it is, it is like meaningful. It's and I think like in some ways it'll you'll look back on it or we'll look back on it, um, similar to like the early real world seasons where you can like pick inflection points. Like it's funny. It's I think it kind of like commonly held that the real world Las Vegas season 12 was kind of like the turning point of the franchise of when it became like just crazy. And and by the way, if you have never talked to Bill about the real world, you should because he is a uh, real world fan like I am, and twelve was like Las Vegas was like okay, this is a different show now. And it's a little bit more like as we know reality TV.
2: Yeah, I, I will talk to him about it because I didn't know that.
0: Oh yeah, um,
2: I, I there's another part of this that has that that always kind of uh, made me laugh, and and I I've never I should talk to my wife and daughter about this part of it, but how they would feel about you know if you're down if you're down to the last you know, six or eight and, and, you know, the, the, the person that you, um, you know, you feel like you're in love with is telling you they're in love with you too. And yet they're grabbing on the other contestants yeah. and, and like, you're going to see that at some point, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, like, like that's not being done privately yeah, no. like all this fantasy, sweet stuff and all that. How would you, like, how, how would you feel about that after the fact? Would that affect the way you viewed, uh, you know, sort of your, you know, your course. partner? Yeah. yeah. I mean, what, what, but how would it affect you?
0: Me personally? Oh, my. I'm just like, well, I would never go on the show. But I will say a lot of the leads, I think, like prepare the person they've chosen by telling them like everything that happens. So there's no surprises. And that a lot of the couples like really struggle while the show is airing because whoever ends up winning has to watch like all these things. And they have like no awareness while it's going on. Like all of these guys from Tatia season were like, I had no idea her connection with Zach was so strong. Like they're like, we had just no clue. So I think, I think it's really hard and like damaging. So,
2: I mean, I I wouldn't want to have to explain, Like I don't know. I don't, we're, we're so old. Nobody cares it now, but my, not you and me, but my wife and I, that when, uh, when my wife and I, you know, we dated for a long time and then we, I, I was overseas playing pro basketball and we kind of decided, all right, let's not try the long distance thing. Cause that's going to, that's going to be a problem. So we know how to find each other and let's just, let's just go. And then we're, pre- I'm, we're going to get back together. I know it. When, <laughs> that's and very when we sweet. did, when okay. we did, when we did, but our, our, our deal was like, there's no reason, like, don't I don't want to tell, I don't want to know. I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. and uh and she never asked me about anything of course i was you know just studying um scripture and uh, <laughs> yes yeah, keeping clo- a low
0: profile as a professional yeah, a, basketball player in europe
2: <laughs> i was a, clo- a cloistered monk during that period uh and i'm sure she was too that she she went into the convent uh every night but but that you know if, if there were video of of you know, her, her yeah, enjoy. I don't think I'd want to see that. I, no. I don't think I'd be interested in that. Of it course might, not. It might I never me.
0: want to know. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. You have to relive it, even reliving like some of your own relationship. You're just like, oh, God, I wish I didn't have to see that on camera. I mean, I, think just like, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that Brie will look back on her date with Matt and just be like, I cl- she clearly didn't want to be doing the ATV thing like so clearly. And then uh, I just think that she'll look back on that and be like, it was obvious that I was not into this. And that probably would make her cringe. Well, not she seemed like a very level-headed nice person so i don't know but yeah it's like this this whole thing is like crazy and in the uh, masochistic i mean it's like a, a weird a weird thing to choose for yourself if you really want to work out but you know a lot of the couples they they i guess they figure it out the bachelorettes tend to make it work better with the guys the other than the than the, me- the bachelors with the women a lot of thing that the that the leads say is that they try to like once they decide who they want they try to like protect that relationship and like Either lie to the producers or like, you know, just like not take some of the dates seriously. So it's, it's funny. Like Nick Vial, who is The Bachelor, has talked a fair amount about this, I think, as well, about like how he tried to like protect his relationship with Vanessa. I don't know. I'm, I'm clearly revealing to you how much I, I know about The Bachelor and, and the inner workings of it, which is like only a mildly embarrassing, but, um, yeah, they like, I think that this is like a big issue for these couples having to relive the what the failed relationships on TV.
2: And and these people are, like, the people that go on the show, they're not idiots. They, no. They've they seen it. They know how it works. So, you know, you have to string it along a certain amount of time. And you have to have a certain amount of drama or nobody's going to care. Right. Uh, like like the the last one with uh, Hannah and the the uh, the guy, she ultimately, was it Dale? Um, yeah.
0: Clarendale? That the one? Clarendale. Clarendale. Yeah. Clarendale.
2: I'm sorry. So Clarendale, uh, you know, it's over like that. Um, that was a problem.
0: Yeah. And, yeah, and they too, were able
2: to, they were able to pull obvious. it out of the abyss, but, but, you know, if you, the whole point of that is you got to string it out to the end, you know, the, drama is a big yeah. part of this. And, and at least if, if you don't have a Victoria creating drama, then you have to have some drama in who's, who's going to get picked.
0: I hate Victoria. And,
2: Ugh. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's so obvious. It's boring.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's boring. Also, she now has been revealed to be, like, a Trump person, which is, like, in no way surprising. But, like, people found photos of her with, like, a Trump flag seemingly in the background. It's just, like, this is all so, so predictable. And just not even interesting. Like, uh, just, like, no thank you. I actually think she could go sooner than you would think because she's not really teased in, like, the, the, like, scenes for next week. And, like, in general, I think we've seen a lot of the Victoria material. So, hopefully. Also, like, if you're Matt and you're just sort of, like, she, also you said earlier like you know they are in charge claire was clearly in charge she claire was like i'm not playing this game i've selected dale i do think matt is similarly is just sort of like not that interested in mediating drama like he doesn't even seem to like get he doesn't want to like be stressed out by it like i think like peter got stressed in like a kind of like a weird way that propelled him but i just feel like matt's like nah I, i'd rather just have fun on my atv
2: well, what was the what was the name of the the woman that got in the fight with uh, with Victoria? We didn't see Maryland. the fight. Yeah, okay, that was so, must
0: have been off camera because otherwise we would have seen it.
2: So if I'm her and he's bringing it up, I think I would have said, "You need to work that out with her." I'm not entertaining this. Like I didn't I didn't do anything wrong. I'm not being pulled into any sort of drama. So you work that out with her, and you let me know. You know, sort of, I I, I would have politely declined sort of to have that part of this. I know. And so I, I'm out. I'm going to go back into the pool with the other fish and you decide when you want to, when you want to drop your line in again, because I'm not, I'm not interested in this. Yeah. And i walk also, away from it.
0: If she's smart, she'd be like, I know that this won't help our relationship. Like I've seen the show. This won't help if, if I get involved in this girl on girl drama. So I, I'm not doing it. Like that's, you're yeah. right. She should have been like, no, thanks. I'm out of here.
2: Yeah, I'm gone. Uh, like so, so I'll I'll be back having a drink with with everybody else. And when you work it out with her, you you let me know. Yeah, and, uh, I'll and be if you here. don't want if you don't want it if you don't want to, that's fine. Um, you know, because m- when I came out of here, my bags packed anyway, <laughs> yeah. so I'm actually in pretty good shape. I know. Um, there's really <laughs> sure. not a problem. There's a car waiting and a bag packed. So just let me know.
1: Must, and like, yeah. I think
2: that's more attractive. I think that would be more attractive to a thinking man. Than somebody who said, "Okay, well, here's the explanation." Like, you know, if, if you don't want drama, why do you want an explanation? Right. Like that was the thing too about about Matt created that drama too when he said, "Hey, this is really bothering me." Really? Yeah. Like, so you you think the quiet one caused the problem, <laughs> not the one who walked in saying, "I'm the queen." You think it's me? <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, seriously. You know what?
2: Go talk to the queen and and find out what the queen says. And then you guys work it out. You know, it's I'm not I'm not doing this. And I I would find that a heck of a lot more attractive than somebody says, oh, no, you know, I'm not I wouldn't be interested in that.
0: Hopefully that's what happens. Although, you know, we have already seen it. Am I not? Marilyn apologized. I know for what? She must have actually I think that obviously Victoria is awful and she seems like she's gaslighting everyone. But Marilyn must have said something that she felt like there was even a conversation to be had. Like if literally nothing was said that I don't even know how we got here. So I think it must've happened in their room, like before they're going to sleep or something. And that's why it's not on camera. And there must've been like I some tiny not. comment. Yeah.
2: I bet not. It, it was probably something really small. Yeah. And especially in comparison because, um, you know, like like my wife would be would be the one that would be treated badly and apologize to somebody because they just want it over. Yeah. You know, they they would say, all right, what is going to what is going to get us back to to civility and and stop all this? And if it means I've got to take a bite of a of a shit sandwich, then I'll take a bite. Um, I wouldn't. But but I think she would for the sake of of stopping, you know, that that kind of thing. And so I don't I don't know. I don't know what happened. But that would be my guess that that, you know, sort of if you if you looked at it, what what's the most likely? That, that the loud pain in the ass is wrong. That everyone the hates. quiet the quiet one that everybody else seems to like and can't believe she would do something like that. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, it's got to be her then. It's got to <laughs> yeah. be the one that everybody <laughs> likes. She's the one that did it. I, I don't buy that.
0: <laughs> me neither. We're not buying it. Um Jay Billis, thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. This was absolutely delightful. I'm thrilled to know that um you watch so much reality TV. That's really great. It's great. Hope hopefully we'll chat again about other shows that we cover here. And um, you know, I, I hope your wife and your daughter enjoy this season. And uh, you can catch Jay Billis on ESPN really quite frequently. So I don't know why I don't know why people don't know who you are. It's very strange to me.
2: Well, Juliet, big fan.
0: Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate it. Um, I'll be back on Monday night.